when you really have encountered, things change. Victory is mine before my eyes can see. You need a new birth experience. Now there's nothing that can keep me from my promise. Set apart to God. Direct access. everybody. I want to welcome you to Breaking Through with James Levesque. I'm James Levesque. I want to thank you guys for tuning in today. We got a wild subject that I know the Lord has tailor suited for you. And we're going to call this one, No Other Mind. No Other Mind. You know, the Bible says a lot of things about our minds. I'm going to, I'm going to show you two scriptures. Well, one scripture, two translations as we open here. And it's found in Romans 7, 25. It says, I thank God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So then with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, we serve the law of sin. In the Passion Translation, one of my favorite translations, it says this, I give all my thanks to God for his mighty powers finally provided a way out through our Lord Jesus, the anointed one. So if I left to myself, the flesh is aligned with the law of sin, but now my renewed mind is fixed on and submitted to God's righteous principles. Your mind, think about it. I will tell you, I've pastored, I know I look young, but I've pastored for over 20 years, and I will tell you this, more people struggle in their minds than anywhere else in life. I've seen people come in and out of my office over 20 years. The battle truly is in your mind. And today, more than ever, the mind is just made to, I mean, it's just being tormented. And so many people are going away from the things that are so coveted, right? I begin to think about it. I mean, I, I look, and, and let me tell you something. I started planning churches at 18 years old with no education, having a kid at 15, dropping out of high school. You know why? Because the principles of God work. And when I got hungry for God and I started giving my life to the Lord, I got so hungry for the supernatural. But you know something? Today, it's crazy. When I got born again, there was no plan B. What am I talking about? There was nothing to fall back on. Look, I didn't have an education to fall back on or a family that served the Lord. There was nothing. And when I gave everything to Jesus, oh man, I gave everything to Jesus and I never looked back. Look, we've talked about that on the broadcast. There's benefits with full-time surrender to the Lord. And I look at young people today and it concerns me. Things like devotion and crying out to God, it, it matters. But if we live a life where it's, it's, you know, optional, you're going to be tormented. The devil is hurting a lot of people as we speak. Financially, the times we live in, uh, this year's been crazy for so many people. The reality is when, I see more people struggling today in their minds than anywhere else. I see uh, peace. Where's peace on the earth? I see so few people manifest peace. And yet the Bible says, peace I give to you, 
Jesus said, not as the world gives. The Bible also says it's a peace that surpasses understanding. And so one thing that we don't want to realize, people get upset when I talk this way, but here's the truth. You are your thoughts. Think about it. So much of your life is your thoughts. Many people would argue that what you're living right now is a result of your thoughts. You know, the Bible says a lot about as we think we are, you know, and the reality is we have got to see our thoughts transformed, right? We've got to see, uh, you know, the torment in our mind. Can I tell you a lot of people feel like they're struggling in the area of, of torment or maybe you feel, you know, bipolar and all these crazy claims people try to throw on you. I'm going to tell you the Lord is with you. I'm going to tell you that you are gifted by the Holy Ghost. I remember one time I got a call in the office and there was a, a young girl, teenager in the church. She was tormented, right? They said she had all these bipolar and all these mental health issues and all this stuff. And the reality is uh, she was, they had her in padded rooms. I mean, this was like suicide watch, the whole deal. And the mom called me basically at, her, at, at the end of her rope. And as I'm on the phone with her, the Lord said this to me. He said, tell her that her daughter is not crazy and all those things. Her daughter's actually gifted by the Lord to see and hear in the spirit. But because she hasn't submitted those things to the Lord, she's getting tormented. How do you tell somebody that when they're loaded with medication and following the ways of this world? So you know what I did? I went to that young girl where they thought that she was going crazy and I need to pray for her. And I looked right in her face and I said, listen to me clearly. The Holy Spirit spoke to me. You are not crazy. You have the mind of Christ and you have a sensitivity to the Holy Spirit, and God wants to use you to change this world, to hear him. And when we don't submit those gifts to the Holy Spirit, the enemy's going to have his way. And let me tell you, right there we prayed, and she was set free, literally just set free. That's the power of the gospel and how many of us let the doctors tell us about our mental health issues. Come on, that's not true. You have the mind of Christ, and I believe the Spirit of God lives in you, and we don't have to live tormented. Think about it. I remember a story one time uh, of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He was a basketball player. And he, he, won, he won a championship or something, and he was doing an interview uh, at the end of a game. And I think it was Costas or somebody interviewing him, and he said, Kareem, congratulations, you just won the championship. Why don't you tell us? It's an interview you can find online. He said, why don't you tell us the top, you know, competition? What is the best basketball player you ever played against? They're surely thinking he was going to say Wilt Chamberlain or, you know, Oscar Robertson or somebody like that. And Kareem Abdul-Jabbar said something that the whole world couldn't understand. He said, Earl Magnagolt. Who? Earl the Goat Magnagolt. I know you never heard of him, but if you were in New York City, anywhere in the 70s and 80s, he was a legend. He was an icon. Earl the Goat Magnagolt on two feet flat-footed could jump at the top of the backboard and put a quarter on it. He was unbelievable. You know something, though? He was addicted. Drugs and heroin, all these things took him out, and he never fulfilled the potential that he had in basketball. But yet when Kareem Abdul-Jabbar said he's the best person we ever played against, it was hard for us to understand. How is the best basketball player you ever played against never in the NBA? How in the world are you going to tell us somebody that we've never heard of? I'm going to tell you right now, some of the most powerful Christians I know are in chains in their mind. Some of the most powerful believers I've met, they've given themselves in their minds being molested by the devil. Today is the day it stops. The Bible is very clear that we have no other mind but the mind of Christ. And I'm telling you today, that is what God has for you. It is important that you understand transformation comes from the mind. 
I want to read another scripture to you. Romans chapter 12. I love this scripture. Verse 2 says this. It says, do not be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The bottom line is uh, that we would prove what is the good and acceptable, perfect will of God. Look, this is how we see transformation. It's by a renewed mind and, and a transformed life proves the will of God. You know, when, uh, when they try to find counterfeit bills, it's actually still a thing. People counterfeit all the bills in 20s and hundreds. And when they try to find counterfeits, people are so good now. Do you know what they actually do? They stare at the real thing. So when they see a fake, they know. See, everybody's worried about what the fakes are looking like. And I'm telling you, we prove. How do we prove that we're authentic? By a renewed mind. Well, don't worry about what the devil's doing. Focus on what heaven is doing in your life. And I believe the Lord is going to transform something on the inside of you. Do not be conformed to this world. You know what that word world means? <clears throat> it's a word in Greek called ion, which means a period of time. So the Bible's saying don't be conformed to this period of time right now. I would say to you don't be conformed to a dead church world. I would say don't be conformed to a mediocre Christianity that I see manifesting itself on this earth. I would say don't be conformed to a heart that's not burning for God. Look, we got to be careful. It, look, and, and let me just say this. Some of you have got to make a decision that you're not going to continually put yourself around people that are, that are affecting your mind. Remember when I got born again, I was looking at the people around me. <clears throat> and you know what I wanted to do? I wanted to have a renewed mind. I wanted to surround myself with people that were thinking like Jesus and acting like Jesus. And so I did something crazy. I got my cell phone. And what I did is I, I looked at all the numbers in the phone and I'm like, oh my gosh. And, and I was a new believer. So I'm like, loser, loser. You know, I'm like, what am I doing? I wanted to surround myself with people that were thinking clearly and that were, you know, moving towards where I want to be in life with the Lord. So I changed my phone number <clears throat> last time I ever did it. And I made a decision that I was going to give my number out to people that were going to help me get to where I wanted to be. You are the people you surround yourself with. And your mind is a result of the thought processes. And your thoughts are a result of what you see around you. You know bitterness can hold you out of heaven? I mean, think about that. The Bible is very clear that if we don't forgive others, then, you know, <clears throat> God can't forgive us in heaven. Here's what's crazy to understand. You're, you're, the bitterness of your soul can keep you out of heaven. But here's what nobody wants to talk about. Guess where that bitterness starts as? A thought. See the power of thoughts? It starts as a thought. <clears throat> Can I, I'm hurt by what you did. You did this to me. And then it starts going into. A thought turns into, you know, an offense. An offense turns into the root of bitterness. And you find yourself in a really bad place uh, because your mind's not renewed. <clears throat> so today, what am I saying? The Lord wants you to know today that today's the day that the chains break off your mind. Today is the day that the, the mindsets that are holding you back are broken because you're struggling in your mind. You're watching this. It's the world we live in. You have to understand that mental health comes from the Holy Spirit. Mental health comes from submitting your life to God and believing for that power to break it free in our lives. <clears throat> you know what I was shocked about? All the people, all the young people in our church that goes to counselors, Look, I have friends that are, that, that, uh, are, are counselors. I, they're therapists. I'm not, I realize that there's a place for that in your life. But I'm going to tell you something, friends. That doesn't go above the Holy Ghost. 
And we find people, they'd rather go to therapy today than, than submit themselves to the Lord. You will never get free unless the Holy Spirit's involved breaking these chains off your mind. It's only by the Holy Spirit. It's only by the anointing. And if we're going to get serious about this, come on. We, you know, uh, my, well, my podcast that I did for many years, the second episode, I called it the United States of Ativan because I couldn't believe how many people are struggling in their mind. It is not even close. It is the area that most people are getting tormented. And I'm going to tell you right now, the devil's going to be broken off your mind. Today is the day that you get free. Today is the day that you start lifting your head and believing who God has called you to be. Because in you is a champion for God. In you is a woman, a man, a child that God is going to surround your mind with peace. You're going to have clarity, think clear, and do all that God has called you to do. Coming up, I'm going to tell you a crazy thing that I learned one time. It opened my mind so much for freedom. And it's the fact that you are your thoughts. Tune in. Are you ready to ignite your faith? Then look no further than Pastor James Levesque's new book, Fire, preparing for an end time outpouring. This book contains 12 principles that will unlock the power within and cause you to walk in a new level of boldness and power. For a suggested donation of only $12.99, we will send you a personal autograph copy. Log on to jameslevac.org and get your copy today. Welcome back, everybody. We're talking about having no other mind. Listen, I've said it earlier in the broadcast, it's not even close. More people today are struggling in their mind than ever before. It is the mind that we serve the Lord, the Bible says. It is in our minds today more... Listen, if you change your life, it will be, be because you change your mind, right? Everything's mental. Um, there was a time I lost like 90 pounds. And you want to know something? I gained it all back plus. You know, want to know why? Because I didn't change my mind. Anybody can go on a diet and starve themselves. But if you change your mindset around health, then you'll keep weight loss off. Everything's your mind. It's, it's the battles of your mind. And truthfully, our mind is, I say all the time, your mind's a parking lot. And you've got to make a decision that you're not going to lease that space to anything else but what heaven has for you. So some of you today need to give the devil an eviction notice and tell him that they're no longer allowed to park there. Because what happens is you get these things in your mind. Your mind actually has footpaths. You know how a brain kind of has those grooves in it? Those are actually footpaths. And those are created by thoughts. I bet you didn't know that. Thoughts create those footpaths in your mind. And here's what happens. Some of you have some footpaths that need to be changed. Some of you have in, in thoughts that happen all the time. It's not going to go well for me every single time this happens. Y yeah, you're right. When I see a girl say to me, all men are dogs, I'm like, they're going to be for you. When somebody says, no one understands me, I'm like, yeah, they'll never. Because your mind is made up. Your mind is your life. And so as you speak, the Bible says we believe, therefore we speak. So we have to make sure that our minds, we're not allowing them to get unruly. We can't allow ourselves to get hurt and offended and live in bitterness and strife. And come on, man, I see people talk about trauma today. You ever seen that one guy like you talk about something that happened 20 years ago and you act like it happened yesterday, right? Timothy's a dog. He's a no good for nothing. Da, da, da. I'm like, yo, uh, Samantha, Timothy's now moved on, married Brenda, has four kids, and he's the head usher in the church. Like, yo, you got to get your mind under wraps. It ain't Timothy. It's you, right? Come on. It's like, 
you know, there's a famous entertainer, right? J-Lo's been married like five times. It ain't all men, okay, sweetheart? At some point, it's you too. And you've got to realize that you can't blame everybody else for the lack of peace in your life, right? Peace is not the absence of conflict. It's the presence of a person, and his name is Jesus. I'm going to run through amazing a bunch of scriptures for you. Look, I just want to seed you today with faith. The first one is found in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 16. It says this, For who has known the mind of the Lord but he that may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Look, I want you to say this out loud. I have... All right, some of you, I know you're not saying it. I want you to say it right now. I have the mind of Christ. Come on. That's a powerful confession. The Bible doesn't say you might. It doesn't say hopefully. It doesn't say, you know, if Timothy didn't do this to me. No, it says you have the mind of Christ. Man, we better start believing that. Proverbs chapter 23 and verse 7 says this. For as he or she, come on. As, as a person thinks in their heart, so is he. What? You know what that means? Look at your life. You thought that. Look at your spouse. You thought that. What you think you become. Now, somebody said, you don't understand what's happened to me in my life. I've been a victim of this. I've been abused here. I've done this. That's great. Guess what? The good news is you can change your thoughts and change your life. The good news is you can change your thoughts and change your life. I did not grow up with a dad. I didn't grow up with uh, family. I had a rough childhood in the inner city. I mean, come on, man. I've, I've watched people get murdered at 10 years old. I was on heroin at 14. Let me tell you the bottom line. One day I woke up when I got born again and I went, wait a minute, I don't have to live like this. There's a mentality in this neighborhood that I don't want. There is a, people get upset and say ghetto mentality. Look, my family still lives in the projects, but listen to me very clearly. What happened in my life? I don't have, I tell people all the time, I don't have like a birthmark of an angel on my thigh. I'm, I'm a human being that touched heaven, that believed God at his word, and I still do. But the bottom line is I had to stop blaming everybody else for my past. I had to stop blaming the fact that I didn't have a dad and my mom was the way she was and, and I grew up the way I did and I witnessed all the things I did. At some point, you have to go, okay, I received Christ today and my mind will change and my future will change. And so the truth is, as a person thinks, I did. You know what I thought? I can be successful. I can change this world for God. The Lord will give me a mouth and take me to 70 nations across the earth. God can put millions in our hands just for the gospel only. We can feed 100 people a day. This is what you have to believe and it will happen. Not for your personal gain, but for God's best in your life. We have to win the battle. Let's, let, can we just say the truth? There's a battle going on in your mind, right? Joyce Meyer wrote an amazing book years ago that is still changing lives today. The battlefield in the mind. Imagine your mind right now is a war field. Think about it. It's war going on. There's, there's battles happening. There's bombs going off. There's, I mean, the battle is in your mind. That is where the fight is going to be. That is where the war is going to be. But you have to understand that that battle changes by what you think. I want to read you another scripture, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. I want you to rewind this or write these scriptures down because they're so powerful. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power of love and a sound mind. Come on. Fear is the enemy of a sound mind. And God has not given you fear. So we might as well take what has been given to us. Come on, somebody. If the Lord gave us a gift of a sound mind, we have to receive that. He gave us a gift of a sound mind. Philippians Chapter 2, another powerful scripture, verse 5, 
let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ. The exact mind that was in Christ, let that be in you. What does that mean? Your, your, your turn. Let it be in you. That means we have a part to play in our minds being free and our lives being set free. Let the mind be in you. That's why like, the Bible talks about wisdom. It says, let peace, let wisdom have its way in your heart. We have to allow that mind to be in us, right? And you have to understand your mind is going to constantly be open to attack when you don't know God's word, when we are letting our guards down, right? I call it feeling tired inside, right? I have a lot of energy. I can, I can pretty much go. But if I ever feel like I'm weak, maybe I'll come back from a trip off a 24-hour time change or something. Let me tell you something. I call it inside tired. When you're inside tired, you need to call a timeout, friends. You need to say, look, stop the press. I'm, I'm tired inside. I need to renew my mind. And that's why we go on the Word of God. That's why we feast on, you know, uh, what the Lord has told us we can have. We can't live any other way. And, and you've got to realize we have that part to play. So when you think about it, we're always asking God for things that he already has given us, right? We continually say, God, you know, I hear people pray. They're like, Lord, don't ever leave me. Man, he said in his word, he won't ever leave you or forsake you. Oh, God, please, uh, I just need you to love me. He said in his word that he loved you. Lord, give me a, a, a sound mind. He already did. Father is like, receive the sound mind, Right? Christianity is all about receiving. It's all about by faith saying you've made it available to me. It's mine. I want it now. That's what faith is. Faith is apprehending things and hoping for things that we can't see. It's evidence before you ever experience. So the truth is, if you want, if you're sitting here today, you're like, Pastor, I need a sound mind. The good news is it's a gift waiting for you. Say I bought you a gift last Christmas, right? Pretend I bought you a diamond ring and you ain't opened the package for a year. You still own the diamond ring. You just don't possess it because you haven't opened what's given to you. I'm telling you today that a sound mind is a gift the Father has given us on the cross. I don't want to sit if it's available for us and us not receive it. I don't want to sit around with promises that I haven't opened up and experienced. If I'm telling you today through the word of God that the Father wants you to have this sound mind, then you've got to receive it by faith. The Bible says, uh, in Colossians chapter 3, verse 2, again, here we go. Everybody's playing in this participation. Set your mind. What does that mean? Set the mind. What does that mean? Honey, can you set the oven for 425? I'm about to make some nuggets. Set your mind. Beep, 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 beep. Set your mind on things above. You are going to have to make a decision to set your mind. You're going to have to make a decision that your mind is going to be set on what? Things above, not on the earth beneath. So we've got to make a decision that our minds are going to be set on what's above. Because I'm going to tell you the truth. There's a lot of things below to look at right now. There's a lot of things on this earth. We all have a list. What does that mean? That means at any given time in your life, there's something cruddy on this earth to take your attention. That means the dog is sick, you busted your ankle. Uh, you know, there's always something to get your mind off the things above, and you're going to have to set it, right? Come on. I used to think it's cheesy when the old saints would be like, I woke up this morning and put on the armor of God. I, whatever you got to do, whatever ritual you need to do to just poke your mind and pretend you're set in an oven. Set your mind on things above. It's a daily set. It is a weekly, hourly set. God, this is happening in my life, but I set my mind. What am I setting it on? Things above, not on the earth beneath. 
What is in heaven? Peace, healing, joy, presence, whatever is in heaven. That's what I want to focus on. That's why Jesus said, when you pray, Father out in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's how he wants us to pray, on earth as it is in heaven. In your mind as it is in heaven. Whatever's in heaven, I want to have in my mind. Whatever's on this earth, I'm not going to set my mind on that. And so the truth is, some of you are being tormented today because you set your mind on this earth, right? Come on. Are you watching Fox News and CNN more than you are this show? Come on, somebody. Are you consuming the things of this earth and then constantly complaining why you don't have peace? I tell people all the time, don't get angry at God or me when you're in a dry place because you've rejected his principles for living. This is what he said we can have. And so what faith is, what Christianity is, is saying, it's mine. I receive it now. How do you know you're born again, right? If you're a believer watching this broadcast, how do we know? Because the Bible says when you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, you're born again. It's the same thing with a renewed mind. I believe in my heart that you have given me this. And I'm going to confess it with my mouth, which I've, we've done already in this broadcast. And now by faith, I'm going to receive what you had for me. Is the word of God what you go to when you're struggling? What do you run to? Do you run to... Uh, do you run to Xanax? Do you run to Ativan? Or are you running to the word of God? Look, I'm not judging anybody, but I'm telling you there's greater for you. There's more available for you than just what this earth can offer you. The earth will give you temporary. The heavenly will give you eternally. One time we were in a plane crash. Crazy. You'll hear about it in another episode. But it was hard, right? When you're in a plane crash, it's a scary situation. I can't tell you the trauma that tried to jump on our family. And we know we're called to travel the earth and preach the gospel. It was, a, it was a rough time. My wife had a really difficult time. But you know what we did? We took index cards, literally simple index cards. And we wrote down scriptures on those cards. And every time we felt fear, it was like not just when we're on a plane. Like it could be a Tuesday at Walmart. If we felt fear jump on us, we would, my wife would bust out those cue cards. We would open them up and we'd say, you know, God hasn't given me a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. Psalm 34, we would read. Every single time we felt it come, we fought it with the word of God. That's how you overcome in life. That's how you overcome in what God has called you to do. I want to pray for you now. And what I want to do is I want to believe God today that your mind is going to be completely set free. So if you're watching today, you say, Pastor, these chains are on my mind. I want to see God set me free. Today is your day for a breakthrough. This whole broadcast, everything today was because God wanted your mind to be completely set free. And so just stretch your hands towards the screen with me. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for freedom. We break every chain off our minds now. I declare no other mind but the mind of Christ. We believe it in Jesus' name, amen. Listen, if you want prayer, call the number on the screen. We have people waiting to pray for you. Let's see fear broken. Reach out to us. We want to believe God with you to see your life set free. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow or see you again. Thank you for rocking with Breaking Through.